Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Our Roots and Tea, where we explore our minds and life while we enjoy a cup of tea. And we always do this exploration with all types of people, offering unique life experiences. And so, before we dive into our deep conversation with our guest, the tea I'm drinking today is the orange. Ginger mint tea from Panera Bread. It's pretty good. So,、um, and then we have actually Alexis Green from the East Coast joining us. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I don't know. She's drinking any tea today with us. I maybe. Oh yeah, I have my Moroccan mint tea. Moroccan mint tea. Okay, how's that? It's good.、Um, peppermint is good to kind of wake you up and like give you energy. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I, I, Alexa. Alexis has very very interesting cool background. She's right now she's a Reiki practitioner, and she she's also a conscious mindset coach is, is what I've gathered. And so we're we're gonna dive deep into what she does and 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 all of that. And but the first question to start off is I, I know you and I we we first met and worked together、um, in in the Bay Area actually years ago, and then now I recently recently found out that you moved over to New York, and so what what was the decision behind that? What prompted you to go from the West Coast to the East Coast? Um. I think my circumstances in the Bay Area were, were I wasn't really happy living there after a certain point.、Mm. Um, I wasn't I didn't have you know my own place, which is a, what a life goal of mine was.、Um, it's just so expensive to live in the Bay and like have your own spot. And like the relationships I wanted to develop weren't happening. And My job situation started to just like kind of crumble, and like I was in school, and I was close to finishing my AA in public speaking, and、mm. um, but then just all this like craziness happened. I felt I also was like discovering that I was in a very like toxic, narcissistic environment, and that I believe was affecting my health, and I was just like really unhappy. And so my friend was like, "Oh, I can get you a job and get you an apartment." And I know you've always wanted to live in New York. And I didn't remember she lives in New York, and I didn't remember I said that. Okay. But um, but I guess I did. And、okay. so took the opportunity, and I finished my science class that I was taking, and um, I can always go back to that school. Um, but. Yeah, I just took the opportunity to get a New York life education instead. <laughs> okay, 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 and you know, because you you're mentioning you being in a lot of unhealthy relationships. Are, are we talking about like family specifically, friends, or just everything in general, really? Um. Yeah, it's just like I think I wasn't really. I don't want to get into like too many details. Sure, sure, like, sure. You know, I don't want to call people out in my life. No, but, no, no.、Um, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like a combination of things. I think a lot of it was that I wasn't, you know, flying and setting 
my own boundaries and like, you know, supplying this kind of like love, self-love for myself. And it was Mm. like showing up in my relationships. And I, from like learning about shadow work and all this, Mm. it's like so much of what I experienced in my relationship is very, and people say this a lot, it's just like kind of a very direct correlation of like how you treat yourself. Yeah. Um, Although like there is no excuse for abuse and that's like very different, you know, but I think also like, it's a, it's like, are you tolerating this, Mm -hmm. you know, in your life? And like, you have a choice, you can leave and yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And and you know how they, they, you know, there's that saying, I forgot who says this, but they always say that you're, you usually you are, you are who, who like the five people that you hang out with basically is, is kind of like who you become, I guess, because I guess they have that kind of influence on you. And, and I absolutely agree where if, if it's toxic, if it's draining your energy, which I believe that it was what was doing to you. Right. And so yeah, yeah I think there was like a time it served its purpose, you know, in my life, yeah. like, you know, it just like, um, I was realizing like, wow, why isn't my relationships like with my brother going well, you know, and mm-hmm. I just kind of like kept digging at that. Mm-hmm. And then like, um, I feel like God just kind of like lifted this like blind spot okay. that I didn't really see in my life and sh- like shown the light, you know, of like what right. was going on. And it was just time and it was ready for me to like discover that part of my life I wasn't aware of, you know, mm-hmm. I had like blinders on or something. And then when I like saw the light, basically, mm-hmm. I was like, I got to get out. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to like, you know, do what I want to do. And I want to, you know, explore what, um, you know, what I want to do, basically. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't feel like I was doing that really. Right. And were, do you feel like at the time you were forcing yourself to, um, you know, to try to develop these relationships just because the fact like, oh, like, let's say your brother in your instance, um, just because the fact that you're, you know, family, then you're forcing yourself to try to develop the relationship. Is that, were you feeling that way at the time? Um. I mean, family is really important to me sure. and like, and my relationships are really important to me and like um, making sure those are like solid and healthy and that yeah. like also my relationship with myself is solid and healthy. Yeah. yeah. And so um, when I felt like there was a problem, like I wanted to solve it, you know, I was like, yeah. what is the, what is the, the cause root problem of yeah. this? You know, why is, why am I struggling with it? And um, yeah, since then my relationships have been better. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And oh, this may, I mean, of course we'll, we can get to this, but this could be a little personal. You don't have to answer, but um, I'm guessing ever since you moved to New York, you have discovered or at least slowly understand what are these root problems I'm guessing. And if the, you have discovered that, what are the root problems like before you're having, I'm just kind of curious. Um, well, I should give, uh credit to reiki oh reiki okay great yeah because when i do the reiki sessions there's like um a part of it just like you kind of tap in and you're like you ask like what is the distortion here Mm -hmm. in the energy and how do i fix it 
and so it's really like through these sessions I do on myself like I I've like found like oh it's this memory or it's this this trauma or it's this experience you had or it's you know what you did to this other person and you like haven't apologized for or Mm -hmm. you know and it's like it's always something different and then I can clear it and I can like um yeah so the root problem changes for I think the experience like um I had a lot of imbalance um I was diagnosed bipolar when I was 17 and um yeah so I've been I struggle with that and then kind of when I dive into the crown chakra on um Sundays uh usually like I I did one Reiki session I did that you know what is the root problem of this distortion and um it was like oh you're not honoring the divine and so that came up and I think it's different for every person like we're individuals and we all have like you know different uh the root of our problems are different you know than um for everyone and so yeah so that came up so I was like oh okay so then like a follow-up question to that would be well how do I honor the divine Mm -hmm. you know so I can like kind of clear that imbalance okay and would you say see that's that's the thing I'm actually very very fascinated by is I mean is Reiki kind of similar to just kind of like a regular meditation or, or how different are we talking about that's a good question um there I there is mindfulness in um, Reiki. Okay. Uh, so there is, but Reiki is more about relaxation than I think. Uh, I mean, meditation is about relaxation. There's a lot of parallels. Reiki is a relaxation technique to promote healing in your body. Okay. And um, you can do it on yourself and you can do it on. Um, others like if you're a practitioner and they're sending you spiritual wisdom energy which is like the english translation that's not a japanese word it's a japanese healing technique Mm. um and so to me like to know like that's not like an actual japanese word for that but it's Mm -hmm. what like western uh translation is for it so Mm -hmm. it's like tapping into the spiritual consciousness that will assist you in your healing during while you're relaxed Mm -hmm. um to clear any unhealthy energy in your system that you know could be energetically contributing to health problems energy blocks goals not being you know manifested or achieved because you haven't healed like a part of yourself and Mm -hmm. it's like energy based um and it's so someone does this for you or you do it for yourself and then you're also tapping into like spiritual consciousness to assist um, with that and give you insight. And while you're doing that, you know, you are in a, in a mindful state because you're trying to relax, you're focusing. um, They recommend you focus on being grateful for the healing that you're receiving. Um, Sometimes thoughts will come up and I, you know, you can do whatever you want with your thoughts, but sometimes during a session, if you talk about it, it might help me um, or, you know, the practitioner, mm-hmm. um, like clear it, you know, it might be, um, something like memories might come up or mm-hmm. you might start thinking about a loved one or, but it's good to be in a state of like gratitude and appreciation. 
Um, so in that sense, you are developing this mindfulness um, depending on the meditation. So then versus meditation, which um, depending on the meditation, I've done uh, transcendental meditation. Mm -hmm. I've done um, dialectical behavioral therapy meditation. Oh, what um, is that? I, I, I mean, okay, keep going. I, I want to get into that, that what you just mentioned, the dialectic, whatever. Yeah, that, that sounds fancy, but okay. <laughs> that's what I learned at Kaiser when I was taking okay. like my Got therapist it. recommended it. it it's more of um I feel like a politically correct okay. something hospitals can embrace because it's like very just scientific like ah, breathing focusing okay on your thoughts and like it's not so spiritual like TM is very spiritual I needed right. to get a, a mantra and have a guru mm. um for mm. that um, so yeah, they're different. And then, so, but meditation, I think is more, I don't know. I mean, it's just not, it's not, it's not an energy healing, clearing technique. Mm -hmm. It's like something, you know, you're, you're trying to, um, guide your prana or your, like your, um, your energy, mm -hmm. yourself, using your mind and your mindfulness mm -hmm. and to guide your prana throughout your body to like help heal or, you know, rebalance your um, neurotransmitters in one way you can, or guide energy down your body. Like I've done, I don't know, I'm totally like blanking. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, sorry. That's okay. It's like, um, I do it for sleep. Like it's, um, it's like a, it's an Indian meditation and you, you basically guide, you tell your body to, um, like go to sleep, like different parts of your body. So your body like relaxes and falls asleep. Oh, wow. So, um, okay. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. In meditation, you don't use like, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can kind of channel anything. But yeah. I, right. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be like the, the expert of like, oh, yeah. the differences, but there's definitely mindfulness in like both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course, the typical, like, maybe focus on your breathing, you know, things like that, right? You know, because that's usually, at least meditation wise, you know, when, when I've been doing it as kind of some of these, I guess, teachers would kind of guide you through like, oh, you want to first focus on maybe like do like a body scan, right? You know, go from the top of your head down to your body and then you, and you focus on your breathing. So I'm guessing at least there's that kind of similarities with Reiki and, and regular meditation. Um, yeah, with Reiki, I think you have more of a choice of whether or not you want to focus on your breathing or not. Oh, okay. Like it's a good way to kind of like, just, you know, stay present. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not like necessary. I mean, you can mm. sleep and receive Reiki or you can be driving and receive Reiki. Um, you don't necessarily like need to focus on your breath. Whereas in meditation, that's, yeah, that's like a main thing. Okay. And you know what I, I, so I have like a kind of like a, a, a crazy, these are just follow-up questions. So, so it's crazy thoughts right now. Um, about this, like a two-part question. Okay, because you you talked about like okay, we're you know you're tapping into like the 
spirit consciousness and the energy and just kind of helping it clear up and, and all that, then can't you argue that, you know, let's say your, your condition of like, you know, having been bipolar, because you know how scientifically they'll always say like, oh, it's some kind of chemical imbalance or whatever. But then couldn't that just really be more like a spiritual thing where if you were to tap into that consciousness and clear that energy up, then technically you're almost like free of bipolar. I, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Um, no, I think it's great. Yeah. Like I love talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, be- because, because it's, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Cause some of these, some of the, some, some of the stuff, these are the things I think about because like, you know, um, because even something like as simple as depression, I mean, they scientifically, they say like it's chemical imbalance, but, and that's why supposedly it causes depression, but we all know that there are so many different factors, right? And so that's what I'm thinking about, like in your case, like would would it really just be maybe like an energy block more so than like a scientific diagnosis, you know? Right. There's like so much that could be said about this topic. Um, I think there's also that kind of, I heard this quote recently, like science is still just trying to catch up to magic. Mm. And um, it's like kind of like semantics too, maybe like, I do believe it's a chemical imbalance and like, okay, you know, that's, but like, it's not that I don't think I haven't like fully proven this, but yeah. I don't think, and I, that, you know, it's the only solution to the problem or the only way we can think about it. You know, um, I'm part of a group on Facebook called the visionary, um, like view of mental illness. And, you know, everyone on that group is just very like, you know, there's all these other like perspectives of like mental illness and like, um, you know, other possibilities. I have a friend on my Instagram account who's like believes, you know, yeah, it's a spiritual um condition yeah uh that like needs to be cleared and Mm. like I you know my psychiatrist it was like actually kind of scary it's like oh you need to be on this medicine for the rest of your Mm. life that's going to be your issue yeah I was like this medicine is giving me super amounts of acne like I'm like really unhappy like this cannot be the answer yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't happy with that diagnosis, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. I switched psychiatrists, uh-huh. and like I managed to go down like twelve hundred milligrams of medication, mm. and now I'm on like a lower dose, and mm-hmm. um, I went all the way off, and then I was like, whoa, okay, not ready to go all the way off, mm-hmm. so like I went back up, um, and then yeah, so um, but I. I'm trying to clear it eventually, yeah. you know, and yeah. not like have to be on medicine. And I, yeah. I'm doing that through like, um, you know, yeah. Spirit, I believe it's like a spiritual journey. Mm. Like psychiatry means, um, the healing of the soul. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's like a, it's like a very soulful kind of experience to, you know, when like to like, right heal it or right. you know right yeah. right and so what's the first what's like the first option for these psychiatrists when they tell you was medication did they have any other alternative because 
you know, there has to be some other therapies than just medication, right? Yeah. So they recommend, um, medication and talk therapy. Okay. Uh, support groups, um, meditation. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's what they, you know, they recommend did for me. Yeah. Okay. So basically stuff that you probably could have searched online and learned on your own. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, should I have went to a psychologist when I was like having these issues or should I right. like, you know, went to a healer yeah. or something, you know, I kind of like, that was what was available though, you know? Sure. And so I was like, okay, I'll go. And then mm-hmm. they just like, you know, sent me to a psychiatric ward. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I needed that. You know I mean? Like, I guess that's part of the journey. Right. Right. And, you know, learning that and um, my healer, my, I went to a Oracle like in October mm. and she was like, yeah, uh, it was like a, an experience for you to like have compassion for other people yes. too. So um, yeah, it was a, an interesting experience. Nothing was wasted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was just, Yeah. Right, right. It's all part of the healing process. No, I understand. Um, that's that's good. And so my second part to that is, you know, we, you know, we talked about, you know, obviously tapping into the deep consciousness, the spirit consciousness. I mean, in in some ways, can't you argue that that's almost kind of similar to hypnosis, right? Because you know how when people get hypnotized, you can dig really deep into childhood memories or past traumas and, and, and try to figure it out, wouldn't it be kind of similar to what kind of Reiki is in a way? I've never done hypnosis, so I can't really okay. speak on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, that's all. I was just curious. That's all. Because if we're tapping into inner self, then that's, uh, I mean, yeah, it might be different. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Um, but since we're on still on the topic about Reiki, I mean, because, you know, you, you, are, you are a, you know, of course, working with clients and you're a Reiki practitioner. So what is it that you, you do with clients? Like what, what's kind of like the, your job and, and kind of the breakdown of it? So I've been doing a lot of distance healing sessions. Um, what was that again? Uh, distance healing, Okay. Uh, distance healing. Yeah, okay. So um, I have like a surrogate stuffed animal that, you know, acts as the client. And then I connect with the Reiki energy through distance, um, the distant healing symbol that I was huh. attuned um, through my teacher. Okay. And um, so I can channel that energy to them wherever they are. So I've worked with um, uh, someone in Ireland, San Francisco, Seattle, um, down the street, you know, so, um, but it's been great for, um, these times. Yeah. But I think traditionally it's in person Mm -hmm. and, you know, you lay the Reiki practitioner lays their hands on you in the, um, the placements or Mm -hmm. through like what they're guided to do in the session. And then, yeah, they send the energy and tap into um, what's going on and the root cause of the problem, if it's like energetically, the energetics of it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, wow. Distance healing. Well, that just sounds interesting. Like you ever, I mean, I've what, worked on, I've worked on many things like um, helping people 
um, like comp compartmentalize their life mm. or like, you know, um, Reiki just kind of makes your life easier because yeah. it just like gives you like this, like, you know, blessing from spirit, I guess, in mm. some ways. Uh, and then, or your, um, or my, I had a client who had a, a, a speech for work and she doesn't really like public speaking. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'll send you Reiki to your speech. And she's like, okay. And then, cause I can send Reiki to like a, a certain day that you're going to have like, um, you know, a, a job interview or, you know, a, um, in this case, a speech she had for work. And then, mm -hmm. so I called her after her speech and mm -hmm. I was just, like myself, I was like, oh, I hope, you know, it goes well. And she, mm -hmm. she does a speech and, you know, there's no problems and it's easy. And then, but it was funny because she's like, oh yeah, we ran out of time. I didn't even have to do it. I was like, oh. okay, cool. So um, it just kind of shows up. And then also working on um, health situations as well, like pain, anxiety, depression, um, my own, you know, mm. bipolar diagnosis. It helps with like alleviate symptoms. Um, but it's not like, oh, you only do Reiki now. It's like, no, it's just like, a, um, it accommodates whatever you're already working on with your physician. Usually I do have a client who doesn't believe in Western medicine hmm. and she doesn't want to see a doctor and she's just like fully on board with the Reiki, oh, okay. but, um, they don't always, you know, as, as a Reiki practitioner, it's, you know, recommend it, you, you know, you don't just like go off your, yeah yeah you're with what you have with your doctor yeah yeah so that client is like very very eastern i guess right. medicine or or spiritual right right which which is isn't i guess isn't a bad thing because i've heard people um even some of my friends like they would you know I, i'm sure you've heard of the fimpasa meditation I'm, I'm sure you've heard of that right or or you know what that is i've heard of it yeah so yeah, friends told me that like they, they would go to these retreats or sessions and then like, you know, and then kind of like their pain would instantly heal whatever pain they have would heal because they were doing this, these kind of med, like the retreat or deep meditation. So I can understand from, from your client's point of view that maybe that is the natural way of treating pain versus like Western medicine, right? Which is just taking a bunch of pills. Yeah, there's, um, what will help you heal is what you believe will help you heal. You know, there's okay. just like so much of the power of belief with, um, healing your body in, in my opinion. So, um, if you think, you know, doing, you know, that it's just like, there's just so much more energy and intention and like mm -hmm. faith behind that. So, and I mean, I had some, you know, pretty not great experiences with some Western doctors and mm. which made me lean more towards Eastern because mm. it was like, it's also, I feel like some Eastern is more non-evasive mm. in some ways. Um, not always, I mean, yeah. uh, but just from, you know, what I know about it, it just, I don't like being dependent on medication like right. it's just you know it some people love it and yeah. that helps them a lot 
personally, I don't, you know, I like kind of feeling like I can just trust my body and it, you know, takes care of itself. Um, uh, if that's possible, but you know, I still take medicine as well. Well, yeah, yeah. I, no, I understand what you mean. And, and the thing is that, you know, taking medication like pills or, or even, you know, getting shots, I mean, or needle shots, it, it, it feels, if you really think about it, it feels like a, such a natural way, right? Because maybe the human body, the way how it's designed is not supposed to be able to kind of do it that way. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if you, you understand uh, or, or you understand what I'm trying to say, but, it, you know, because maybe in a natural way, that's not what we're supposed to do to heal, like what you said. Maybe it's just, okay, maybe just, you know, getting a lot of sleep, drinking a lot of water, exercising like the usual, you know, and then like what you said, meditate, think good thought, thoughts. And then, but then somehow there are, Western society is like, no, we got to make you pop a lot of pills because that's the quickest way to heal, technically. I don't know. I mean, it'd be nice, right? Like, I feel like it'd be nice if our bodies just, if we could, you know, I don't know. I I feel like there's not really an answer to that, you know, question or, and it's kind of like medicine and like, healing and just like learning how we can all like work together to just solve the problem I guess like but I I don't know yeah I just I don't always like some doctor's diagnoses or diagnoses um and so um I also believe like it's up to the individual to kind of also like you know know like what's right for them to, I don't know. Yeah. I like battle with that. Like, you know, okay. Okay. Like if, if there's the more. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't have a solution or the no. answer to that, but oh, no, no, it's no. like an interesting, it's an interesting thought or like thinking sure. about, you know, kind of like different solutions to these health problems. Yeah. Well, because, because like, you know, like medication, like pills or, or any of those, uh, I mean, they're, they're all, they're obviously they, they never, it's not like it existed back, back then, like however thousand years ago. I mean, I'm sure back in the, even the caveman days, I'm sure people have had cancer, but they don't know what it was. They don't, it's not like they have medication to take. So, so my, my thinking is like, okay, maybe there are other, um, you know, methods to it, to treating it or, maybe not even treat at all (laughs) and just kind of let the mind do its thing, you know? Um, Right. There's also that. Yeah. Um, I think it's important not to stigmatize medication though. Um, and, but yeah, I saw this like meme about Einstein, but like, I don't know if it was like actually Einstein, you know, those like (laughs) memes, it's like, they just put celebrities names under like thoughts and quotes and it's like okay like I guess Abraham Lincoln said that you know sure like why not Marilyn Uh, Monroe but like um oh but he just like I guess he had a health diagnosis that was like gonna kill him and he was just like I just want my body to die like it's just mm -hmm. time for it to die you know basically 
I don't know if that was Albert Einstein though. So do not, do not quote me on that. But um, I thought that was like also interesting, like kind mm. of just like, oh, like my body's just, but then on the other end of that, it's like, yeah, you know, say you do have cancer, but you have like a family, you know, you want to stay alive for your family as yeah. well, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's just like okay. kind of to each his own. Right, you know? right, right. And, and and actually, you know what? It does sound a little bit like Einstein because he, he would be the kind of person who who probably cares more about like his mind, like keeping his mind alive and, and be able to think versus like just having a body because, you know, technically our body is kind of like, it's just really a capsule if you think about it, it's, you know. Um, and so, yeah. so it does sound kind of like Einstein, like that's what he would say, but, you know, of course I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Um, so I guess to kind of pivot a little bit is, I mean, it sounds like from, all, you know, from what, what I've heard, it sounds like that you yourself have come a long way, like your journey, you know, overcoming your obstacles. And um, so I guess my, my question to you is like, how, I mean, how do you feel like your journey is going right now? Like, you know, are you making a lot of progress? And you know, really how are things going, especially, you know, of course, in this past year, we had this crazy thing that happened, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a lot better than I was a year ago. Okay. So life is improving. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. And then you're, and then you're obviously enjoying life in, in New York. I'm, I'm guessing the change of scenery is what you, you need it in a way, in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a huge healing process and it's also an Ayurveda, like when you change location and, you know, it's like, you're, it's like this, like kind of like new energy, new, you mm -hmm. know, life and it, that can be very healing. So I think exploring new, um, I think that's also why I love to travel. It's like exploring new places. It's mm -hmm. just like, gives you so much for me, like life and energy and, you know, new experiences. Um, so that was, is part of the healing journey as well for me, um, just being in a new environment and, um, yeah, there's so much to explore and do in New York city. So, um, I've been enjoying it. Okay. Okay. And then how, for you, you know, since for you, you know, you obviously you have your condition to deal with and, you know, you have, a lot of stuff that you need to figure out. I mean, how, how were you kind of navigating that just past year, you know, with everything being so tough for everyone? Oh, I feel like this year was about pivoting. Mm. Um, a lot of people had to pivot, um, reflecting, mm -hmm. um, seeing things clearly, kind of like, reassessing values there was this really funny like comic like I can't wait to forget all the things I realized during 2020 <laughs> I was like yeah because there was so much like self-reflection and like yeah. you know you know on top of you know now I feel like there's a lot of like collective grief and a lot of collective mm -hmm. trauma and you know there's so much loss like thousands yeah. of people died and yeah you know, so much fear has like accumulated 
in the collective too, you know, it's just like, I'm afraid to go outside. I'm afraid to, you know, go to a restaurant and like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a lot. Um, I've been trying to stay positive, especially with mental illness, you know, like yeah. I, you know, if I like kind of even for a second, go into this like darker place, I can get like, you know, it could not be great. So, mm. um, I've been trying to stay positive and, um, you know, even though, you know, socialize like responsibly because um, that's really important to like stay connected to people. So. Yeah, we're, yeah, I don't think, I don't think humans are designed to be cooped up alone and inside for long periods of time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's, true. yeah, it's not very healthy. It's something that I realized that myself too, because I always thought uh, for the longest time f- for me, I always thought that I was an introvert and I was, at the time, I'm like, oh, it's fine. I can stay at home. No problem by myself. You know, lockdown is not a big deal. And then I realized actually, nah, it kind of is a big deal. Um, yeah, for a while, I was like, oh, this kind of feels nice. I don't have to like, my FOMO kind of calmed down. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, oh, I don't need to go out. You know, like, it's yeah. like, oh, I can just like kind of stay in. And I was like that for a while, too. Like, it was okay being like this, like, kind of more introverted. Mm-hmm person I feel like I am more introverted so it wasn't like a huge shift in the beginning to be like kind of more you know on lockdown Mm -hmm. for me but Mm -hmm. yeah then after a while I think like around August I was like I gotta get out (laughs) I gotta like do something you know yeah 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 okay okay um so 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 this is interesting this interesting thought for me that I have is that um I mean, for you, you know, going through all the practice that, that you've been doing with, you know, obviously Reiki, meditation, you know, all, all the spiritual stuff, do you find yourself, you know, being able to be more open in terms of open-minded about how you approach life or even approach um, people, you know, b- because especially with someone with mental illness, because for me, myself, I've suffered depression for a while too, so that I... I think for me, I've always had a hard time expressing that part, but then, then I got into kind of like the spiritual path a little bit. And then I, I start to open up a little bit more like, Oh, you know what? That's fine. I don't care. You know, there's something I can, I can uh, talk about. Yeah. I think it's just like so important to have just open communication about it, you know? Um, because people really struggle with it and there's like so much of like stigma and like um and and it's not good to like it makes it worse to like feel like you can't talk about it or you know not having someone you feel safe to talk about it with um that's beyond a professional. I think you need also like peers and friends and support and safe people for that um like just like very you know I think yeah is that what you mean like yeah 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 because I you know I'm always always curious about other people's experience other people's like journey too just because you know I I'm sometimes I still struggle right now a little bit too just because um you know you always have a, a that fear of judgment um from others right yeah and I've definitely you know 
lost relationships because of the illness, you know, and yeah. Um, and the experiences like I've had to go through. Um, but you know, healing and uh, it's like, you need to be able to process these things. Like when we have an experience, like we need to be able to digest it. We need to be able to mm-hmm. like wrestle with it and express it and like, and like let it go. So we process it and that's how, that's yeah. part of the healing process, you know? And then when you like, can't talk about it or, you know, you can't express it or you can't put words to it and share it, then that doesn't, that's not helpful. You know, that hinders the healing process. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, no, that's, that's good to hear. I think, I think that's beautiful. I mean, the way how you put it, just because, you know, I've just hearing about other people's progress and, and them going to do the up and ups and downs is, is very, for me, is a very like, kind of like a motivational thing too. Cause it's like, it's kind of like, I want to, you know, join in and try to get into the action too, just to see how it feels. Um, so I think that's, that's really great the way how you put it. Um, and so one of the other questions actually I do have too, uh, I saw this actually on your Instagram post. I think I sent you an email about this one. So you, I think you're reading something from a textbook. Um, it's the, I think it's something called, I don't even know I'm pronouncing it right. It's called like Sahaka Pita. Well, that's actually very interesting. Um, so what, what, what's your understanding of, of that? phrase or whatever it means like I don't even know what the definition of it really is um Sadhaka Pitta it is I learned it in Ayurveda that uh piece of text that I took a picture on my Instagram Mm. was from the textbook of Ayurveda fundamental principles by Vasant Laud and I'm studying Ayurveda through Shakti school um by Katie Silcox. And yeah, I stumbled upon that in the textbook and it really just was like, should I read it? (laughs) Maybe I should read it. Mm. So they know what we're talking about. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Pitta, it's like a, it's like a dosha. Mm -hmm. um, And then Sadaka Pitta is like a sub dosha. And um, I'm still learning. This is like month four. So it's like, I'm still like kind of absorbing all this information, but Pitta is like the heat or the energy that creates heat in your body. Um, and Sadhaka Pitta is like in your, in the gray matter of your brain through certain transmitters. And then also in like your heart and your heart chakra. And they were explaining love. And what they said was that in principle, love is God. In practice, love is feeling and emotion. In actuality, love is compassion, understanding, sharing, and caring. And I thought that was interesting. I felt like at the time I had understood in principle, love is God. And I understood in practice, love is feeling and emotion. And then I hadn't really developed the part about in in actuality, love is compassion, understanding, sharing, and caring. And I thought that was like, really helpful because it put kind of these like practical things I could do to express love, you know, that I, I didn't really like put words to. Okay. 
Um, and with this a textbook that can, can you even find online or has to be through like the course that you're doing? Oh, no, you can find it online. I bought mine on Amazon. Yeah, it looks like this. Oh, okay, cool. Well, well for people who yeah. can't see the video, I mean, it looks, it looks like the title is not even in English, is it? Okay, it's, so it says Volume 1, Textbook of Ayurveda, Fundamental Principles by oh. Vasant Lodge. Yeah, Vasant is V-A-S-A-N-T Lod, L-A-D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can find it online. It's a great book. Mm, okay. No, that's, that's good. That's good. I, I, I had to check it out too. And, and cause you did mention that you, right now, like you're, you're four months in with this. So, I mean, how's that going? Like what, what, you know, besides that part of the stuff you just read, are there anything else that you've learned? Yeah. Um, so Ayurveda is the science of life and, um, I'm learning about, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, it's like a whole new perspective on, you know, health and how to live your life in like mm -hmm. a healthy way. And um, what else? I'm learning Sanskrit, which is really powerful. I wanted to learn more about Ayurveda so I can learn how energy works in the body because it mm -hmm. explains that a lot according to your body types because we have, we have different body types in um, Ayurveda and so not necessarily like you know running is great exercise for you like to balance a certain thing mm -hmm. for me I'm learning like yin yoga and like restorative yoga is like much better to like regain my energy than running a mile you know so mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of like according to your body type which is nice because it's like you know yeah we shouldn't you know there's not like one way of doing something that's like right or wrong you know it's kind of like it's very i think it's more it's very like individual which i think is kind of cool let's 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 backtrack a little bit let's talk about because you learn about morning routines so what is your morning routine i'm always curious about other people's morning routine it varies i mean honestly usually it's me checking my phone and my instagram but oh. i'm trying to like I'm trying to not do that. Yeah. A lot of people are like, don't do that. Like, yeah. you know, so then sometimes I'll do my gotcha meditation for Reiki, mm -hmm. uh, where I do a prayer and the values. And then um, also, like, in Ayurveda, it's like you want to like, excrete your body fluids in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I've been kind of like trying to you know, do that. But it's been hard um, because I'm Vata. It's like I'm, my consistency isn't, um, is inconsistency. So I'm con really consistent at being inconsistent. And okay. that's just my body type. So it's harder for me to maintain this like really regular, you know, practice even though I you know try my hardest mm. it's just I can't it's like harder for me to do something very routinely consistently like every day like the same mm. you know it's almost like not, not my nature in a way huh. yeah I mean but isn't that just simply just trying to get yourself into a rhythm because once you do you know then it just kind of like becomes a habit right that's the goal. Like after 21 days, if you can do something for 21 days, you can build a better habit for yourself. Oh, is yeah. that, is that what they say? 
Yeah. After 21 days, you do something, do the same thing for 21 days and then it becomes like a habit. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 21 days. Interesting. Why, why 21 days? I'm just kind of interesting about that, that number, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where they got that number. I mean, I've gotten pretty good at like doing my dishes after I eat. Okay. Okay. So some things have stuck, (laughs) Mm. but some things have not stuck. Like, um, you know, yeah, I have to be comfortable with the fact that I am just a little bit more, I'm not like building a routine is definitely harder for me mm-hmm. okay. just because of, I think my, my, my type. Cause so, yeah, um, it's really kind of really up and down in a way, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, it's different when I'm like working and I have a schedule and I'm like, people rely on me and depend yeah. on me. That's totally different. Like mm-hmm. I'm consistent in that sense, you know? Um, but when it comes to just me being on my own free time, it's like, or building a morning routine, it's like, you know, maybe I'll do it for a couple of days and it'll be really consistent, but then I'm like back to like, you know, right? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying not to be so hard on myself though. And like, just like, it's okay. Like everyone has, sure, sure. you know, their thing. Everyone has their, okay. Okay. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's an interesting, this interesting course that you're, you're, you're doing that you you've learned all this huh wow and it's something that like what anyone can sign up online like what what is i mean because i've never really heard uh, of yeah. yeah ayurveda there are schools there are colleges um and she did she does a online school and yeah uh, every year so um I don't know how I stumbled upon it, honestly. And they start, yeah, but it was great. It was just one of those things where it's like, it didn't really make sense to do. It was just something that felt like I had to do it. Like my soul was just like, no, you have to do this. Mm. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to my soul today and not like my brain. (laughs) So it was cool. Well, so that's also another interesting thing because you said your soul told you to do it. So do you think the soul can talk? Because it has to be from your brain, your your mind telling you like, oh, you should take this class, right? So how, how yeah, you- okay. So it was like it came to my brain, but it oh, was okay. like, but it was like a very like feeling, like it felt good, and oh. that's what made my decision. Yeah, it wasn't like this logically makes sense, you know, to do, and I should do this. It would be great mm. for me. It was like this very like, oh wow, this feels really good. I should really mm. sign up for this. Okay. It was just like a different decision. Yeah. Reason for my decision, I guess. Right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. No, I, I, of course, I, I don't mean to like, you know, try to question you or anything, but it's just, these are just kind of like these random kind of conversation thoughts that I've been having with another friend of mine because I was telling him that like, I, you know, based on some of the stuff I've read and, and what people have talked about is that it's almost like the mind it's like a separate entity, you know, like, cause you know how they always talk about, at least in meditation is always like, Oh, you're, you're like the observer of your own thoughts. Right. So that means in a way they're separate, right. Because you got to have someone to observe, to even know that you're thinking about this thing, you know, I mean, so that's the only reason why that came up to me in my head. Like, Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what you think about that, but that, that's just some, that, these are just things I talk about my friends sometimes. <laughs> the minds. 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very interesting, you know, and and that that's also another thing too, where you know, like like the like what you were just reading about, um, Sahakapita talking about like, okay, well, you know, like compassion and love and and, and the feeling of all that, right? But I, you know, that's the things that because a lot of, um, because I I don't know if you know who uh, Deepak Chopra is. Uh, I think I think everyone has heard of him. Yeah, I know Deepak Chopra. Yeah, because he he in this one interview he's talking about how really pretty much a lot of a lot of you know our what we see in the world it's all kind of like you know really human construct right it's it's created by humans created by someone or something so then I started think deeper where like okay well in this case about like the whole feeling of love and compassion or whatever. Well, how do you know that feeling is what is called love or what is called compassion? Because it's it's just the word that someone created that associated with that feeling that's called love. But you know what I mean? So maybe, maybe, so I don't know what you feel, what you think about that, like how to even understand or know what really that feeling is. Um, I mean, we need words to define things right and they might not necessarily like um but yeah love yeah I mean actually I was just reading like a sentence about that maybe I can share it oh like a different section but yeah that it, that it is like a feeling yeah it's a different section of the book they actually do talk a little bit about that it's a great book I really recommend it um but it does talk about love a lot and and like yeah um so no yeah i think love is definitely a feeling and and um yeah we attach words to it to describe it or explain it but that it's you know something that maybe you can't describe really with words you know um well yeah i mean that's kind of what what i was you know also thinking too the past couple days is like it's the same as you know how people a lot of times they're they're uh you know, maybe like seeking happiness, right? But we all know that, you know, happiness is relative to each person. I mean, everyone's definition of happiness is different. Much, you know, the same as success is different for everyone. But the feeling of happiness, like like what you said, is just like a word that people define or associate it with, but, but how can you really know that's the word that's associated with this feeling? Because, you know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe some alien would think like, oh, if I'm, really angry maybe that's my feeling of happiness you know what i mean um so it's like these crazy logic i have i don't even know if it makes sense sometimes when i talk about it <laughs> so it's like are we really talking about the same thing guys well yeah take, well right right no it's really it's true i mean well i mean i mean because that's that's what you know a lot of these spiritual gurus they talk about a lot right i mean even someone like deepak chopra i mean you know in the interview, there's some of the stuff he says makes sense, right? Because we, so when we open our eyes, we see, we see this world, we see where we're at, where, let's say you're physically sitting there right now, talking to me online, drinking tea. So we know that we exist, that we are here, right? But then, then he said that once we close our eyes, well, we don't see anything. We, all we have, all we feel, all we, all we really know is we have our thoughts, we feel our sensations, and then that's it, right? So, so in that sense, like when you have your eyes closed, 
then how do you know if you're really existing in this real physical plane or world, if you know what I mean? It's only because when we open our eyes and we see it, our perception, you know, give us the process information to our brain to tell us that we're alive. My brain doesn't do that. Maybe I should tap into that more like every morning. I feel like that would help me be more present. Like you are alive. <laughs> this is what you're experiencing. You're having the human experience. Well, yeah. my brain doesn't make that connection. I feel like I'm jaded a little bit. Just like going really? through life. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So it's just only yeah. me that's coming up with yeah. these stupid illogical stuff then in a way. I wouldn't say it was stupid and you're probably not the only one. I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I have that experience. Really. Oh, really? Even yeah. after like all your, with all your practices and, and stuff like that. Um, what, like waking up and being like, oh, I'm having this. Are we talking about like the difference between being like unconscious and conscious, like that kind of experience? Maybe that too. Um, yeah, but that's like a whole separate thing, obviously, as a whole separate topic. But 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 let's get to this topic. Like, so have you ever, I don't even know how to describe this. Have you ever reached like a level where you feel like nirvana or something that, you know, how people have always talked about this in meditation, you know, like Buddha or whatever, you know, enlightenment or whatever. I mean, yeah, there's definitely moments I felt like, wow, I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. How, it doesn't last I mean for very long but like I've definitely felt that way felt amazing like I mean how amazing like what how how would you describe it like you know because I'm just curious like what's this level like I mean I contributed I, there are times when I'm like oh it's I don't know if I've ne necessarily reached nirvana but like I've definitely reached moments where I feel like wow I feel in very close to like the holy spirit and i feel so good and amazing and like loved and like all of this and then i've also felt very like wow i feel like my best self you know for like brief moments and i'm like wow it feels good to like be me right now and then i've also reached like feeling good yeah but you know it, it's it's temporary uh, but it's like something i strive for you know but i think mm. it doesn't last for me for me very like you know, long periods of time. It's kind of these like brief experiences of feeling really like amazing, you know? Okay. And when you say Holy Spirit, are we talking about like, it's almost like you're like, yeah, visions of God, like some, something like that. We're talking about like, like that kind of Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, that's how I, I, I that's the only way I can experience, feel it. I, that's how it feels like, oh, this is what feel, like, I feel like the Holy Spirit has like, you know, Whoa. I feel like enwrapped, like wrapped up in it or something. Like that's the only way I can really describe that feeling. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's something, that's a whole another topic to explore at some other point, <laughs> something deeper, which is like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. But um, okay. Uh, anyway, so we, we, you know, it's kind of a final question for, for, for us to wrap it up. So for me, I, I'm always curious about this for, for each person, what they think about. Um, and so what for you, how, how do you want people to remember you by when you, when you die? Um, 
I'd like to think, <laughs> I'd like them to think fondly of me, I guess, and like okay. memories, you know, p positive memories that we've had together. Um, you know, I will be forgotten, you know, eventually. I mean, it's kind of a sad thing, mm -hmm. but like, mm -hmm. you know, I'll die. Everyone I knew and, you know, you know, we like move on and I will, you know, I don't know. I, I'd love just the people that I've touched to think fondly of me and like have, you know, great memories of our time together, really. Yeah. Okay. And are there, are there ways that you can, you know, achieve that in, in a more grander scheme, such as maybe writing books or whatever it is? Oh, like reaching more people? Yeah. For or you. something with yeah. my, my presence? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, um, I used to want that. I used to want to be famous. I used to want to be, oh, is that so? you know, all that. But then I was just like, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen for me. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I really thought about it. I'd love to write a book. That's one of my goals. Okay. Um, and, you know, or be in a movie, be in a rom-com. I'd love to do that because I love rom-coms. And I was like, yeah you know, I'd love to do that. I don't know. I don't want to really put that kind of pressure on myself mm -hmm. anymore. I sure. felt like that was a goal for a really long time. And then it was like, you know, maybe that's not what I really want. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. Um, and well, and also, you, you know, maybe you can't become famous, but you could probably still become a social media influencer. That's very possible. <laughs> That'd be cool. I like social media. It's fun. It's fun, but also very, uh, it's actually very detrimental to your health. So. Yeah. I mean, it's balance, right? I mean, everything in moderation. Right. Right. Okay, cool. Cool. And that's a very good way to end it. Very well put. I, you know, glad to have a conference, this conversation with Alexis. Uh, she's very, she's very wise beyond her, her, her years. <laughs> so it's always it's, it's a oh, joy yeah. thank you thank you for this conversation i love it i love your podcast it's awesome thank you yeah yeah i mean it's something that i you know i strive to do to try to explore a little bit more of these kind of topics you know i think i think it's always good for people to to have a, not just more open mindset but but think deeper right in a way because you know because everything even everything like before the pandemic was all surface level I feel like and then so I, I like to like to go deeper into the water in some sense um yeah and and this is what cool. it's for it's awesome yep and yeah and then for people who are listening I, I will you as usual I'll post all the information that you need in the description so you can look it up including the book that Alexis recommended and and um you know and her i don't know do you have a website like for your you know your uh business or your coaching yeah i'm on instagram uh reiki wave reiki is r-e-i-k-i wave w-a-v-e cool cool okay yeah and so i'll post that too so people who you know who needs kind of some advice or even some kind of healing help i'm sure alexis will will be will be there to help um and uh i don't i don't know what her 
pricing ranges. That's something that you, people had to work out with her. So, <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay, cool. We'll um, make yeah. it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. Okay. Uh, anyways, thank you everyone for listening again. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Alexis. So everyone, have a have a nice day, and uh, we'll be back again next week. Bye.